Today, we're giving you a third eye and a fourth eye and one behind your back. This is the Dreamcatcher Podcast. And one small step for man, giant leap for mankind. I don't believe in the no-win scenario. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Do or do not. There is no try. Never give up. Never surrender. Welcome back. My name is Guy Hasson, and this is the Dreamcatcher Podcast. To anyone who doesn't know, in the Dreamcatcher Podcast, it's our mission to ask, can anything we imagine be created? Can it be created by technology that exists, or technology that we can safely assume will exist? And when I say anything, I mean anything. Today's question is, can we have bionic eyes? You know bionic eyes, right? Maybe you've heard of the bionic man, the bionic woman, the bionic kid, the bionic dog, the bionic horse. Okay, just two of those are actual things. At least I hope so. I'm afraid to think what the show about the bionic horse would look like. But back to bionic eyes. Can we actually build bionic eyes? Can we insert something into our eyes or replace our eyes to get us to see better, much better even? Turns out that research into this is pretty advanced. In fact, in the US, the FDA has approved a bionic eye system for commercial use. The bionic eye is called Argus II Retinal Prosthesis System, or bionic eye for short. The company developing it is called Second Sight, and it's based in California. The Argus II has already been used to restore some level of visual perception to hundreds of individuals with severe retinitis pigmentosa, a disease that affects 1 in 5,000 people. The Argus II is also being tested for age-related muscular degeneration. How does the Argus II do that? First, you put on special eyeglasses that look like sunglasses, and inside them there is a small camera. Now the thing is that the camera is attached wirelessly to a bunch of electrodes which have been implanted in the back of your eye, to your retina. So the camera sees, so the camera sees, then conveys over a wireless connection the information to your retinal implant. The electrodes stimulate the retinal cells, which cause them to send information back to the optic nerve, which then sends that information to the brain. Now, this little thing costs only a little more than $3,000. That's very affordable, right? But you know how technology works. First, it's expensive. Then it becomes popular, and it becomes cheaper, and that is a law that is true for anything in technology except Apple products. Now, what the creators of this bionic lens are trying to do is to solve the vision problems of hundreds of thousands of low-vision people. But the truth is, they're doing more. They're basically turning our eyes into a screen. And you can add more things to a screen, can't you? You can get information, you can check your email, you can watch videos while you wait, you can play extreme augmented reality games where some of what you see is real and some is not. But leap with us into the future. A bionic eye would do so much more than that. It could zoom in, 
It could zoom in like binoculars to see better across the street. It could zoom in like a telescope to look at the stars. It could zoom in like a microscope to look at things that are close by. We could see heat. We could see in the dark. But wait, there's more. A camera can see so much more than we can. It can see infrared and ultraviolet light, which right now we can't see, which means that the camera could send that information to us. We could see the entire spectrum. Now skip with us further into the future, where this technology exists already. It's already seeping into the social networks. You have social networks where people share videos of things that they see rather than take pictures of. You have social networks where people live stream their entire lives from their point of view. Their classes, their parties, but also going to the bathroom, dressing, showering, going out with boyfriends and girlfriends, and so on. You think that's far-fetched? Just look at how people are behaving today and what they would do if they had this technology at hand. Now, go further into the future with me. Parents can check on their kids in kindergarten by looking through their eyes. Parents will be able to check in on their teenage kids by using an app that sees things through their eyes. Now go further into the future with me. These implants are so popular and so basic and so easy to use, they're given to babies at birth. Babies grow up only knowing what it is like to see the full electromagnetic spectrum. Our brains are built in a way that if we get this certainly early enough, this would become second nature to us. We would be able to understand the information we're getting, the different shapes, and interpret them, and have them be just like eyes, second nature, or first nature. These babies will get used to turning body heats from regular vision to going infrared and interpreting what they see. And these babies will grow up and look at us as if we were pathetic, limited creatures who can only see a limited range of everything everyone else does see. Like we look at dogs that can only see in black and white. That's the way they're going to look at us. As if there's this whole world that we're missing. Now, go even further into the future with me. These are implants, right? They don't need to be connected to the body. They need to communicate with the electrodes that are connected to the body. So, what if a couple exchanges eyes, and each of them carries one eye that belongs to the other? That way, they're always together, seeing through both their eyes. People could even get three or four or five eyes, and they could get used to seeing that way, even if those eyes are not looking forward. You can put an eye in your back, an eye on the sides, an eye anywhere you want. People will get used to understanding what they see. The possibilities are endless, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. The future is coming, and as much as we think we're on the edge of technology today, in 15 years, we'll find that we are the old grandpas and grandmas, saying how the world is going to hell in a handbasket, and how things were cool back when we had the old Snapchat, Instagram, and Facebook. You know, stuff from the Middle Ages. We're going to become the old ones, and our kids will look at us and laugh. So, let's take a step back and remember where we started. Today's question was, can we have bionic eyes? And the answer is yes, absolutely yes. And that is another positive result for our yes column. But then again, 
Who knows what question we'll ask tomorrow, and what the answer may be. Tune in next time to find out. I'm Guy Hasson. The podcast is produced by Ilana Boudot, who is meticulously saving up for Bionic Eyes. The theme of the podcast was created by Noah Cohen-Eliash. And my question of the day to you is, where would you put your third eye? Let me know. On Twitter, I'm at DreamcatcherPod. Or let me know in the comments at Dreamcatcher.Vision. Or on our Facebook page, or even our subreddit, Dreamcatcher Podcast which is all one word, Dreamcatcher Podcast. The Dreamcatcher Podcast is brought to you by Comics in Power, the comic book store for the blind and the visually impaired, about whom we spoke today. Comicsinpower.com I will see you in the next Dreamcatcher Podcast. That's one small step for man. I don't believe in the no-win scenario. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Do or do not. There is no try. Never give up. Never surrender.